Following is a repeat show that was previously broadcast on Unity FM. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned into Unity FM 93.5, the heart of the city here in Birmingham. We're here in the studio with some very, very great students that we had in our summer scheme over the holidays. Mashallah. And we invite them to the show and all our listeners to um, hear about the summer scheme and what they have learned. We've just put it out live on Facebook. We've just been live on Facebook, everybody. Mashallah. So maybe you're watching it still because uh, we just put, pressed the close button this minute uh, on Facebook Live. Alhamdulillah. And I hope you're all having a lovely, lovely, inshallah, week, a lovely summer holidays, a good rest <clears throat> to all our students out there, to all our students who are waiting for their A-level results this week. We wish you all the best, inshallah. 
we're going to talk a little bit this evening about uh, how you cope when you're feeling a bit anxious, etc. And maybe a lot of you are feeling those feelings, a bit anxious, and only another two days to go before the results come out, which actually has a huge effect on people's lives here. And sometimes when they get close, they think, oh, this is the end. I won't be able to manage. I won't be able to cope. I won't get what I want. But inshallah, you will all get what you want. And there is always solutions. Parents, if you're listening in and your son is or daughter is just waiting for the results and they are a bit nervous, please reassure them. You know, it's not the end of the earth. Often students get better than what they thought. And sometimes they do get not the same results as what they taught. But there is UCAS you can go and look up and they will help you. We've interviewed them before on the show and they do give a lot of support to students on Thursday. They're open all day. Do ring them, tell them your results and try and get some other options. And look also at the different Uh, universities if they're planning to go to universities at other options uh, to see if there is availability for them through clearance because clearance is a great way of um, getting maybe into a better course than what they taught or into a different university and inshallah Allah has a plan made that's the main thing we want everybody to remember Allah has already planned this so whatever is good for you inshallah whatever is the best for you Allah has planned and has planned it out to work this way so please don't be despairing at this stage just relax inshallah try and take some deep breaths and keep calm I know it is a bit easier for me to say it I don't have any students this year any of my children waiting for results and I know what it's like when they were waiting for results and I have a few students in front of me who are too young to be waiting for results yet but for for A-levels but in a few years time that will be happening to you um, so parents if you are helping your children please just help them to, to relax, to stay calm, distract them at the moment, do lots of du'as, do lots of du'as with them, remember them in their prayers. It's nice if this is just before I eat, so maybe they're fasting, maybe they're feeling a bit more spiritual, which is always good, mashallah, to help you to calm down and that Allah is always there to help, inshallah. So I'm going to move over to our students and we're waiting for a few more students to come into the studio uh, and we're waiting for Brother Saber also from the next show to join us. I believe his, uh, unfortunately, his car has left him down today, but he is on the way, inshallah. And uh, when he comes, we'll bring him into the studio also and he can sit here beside us and we'll have a nice chat about the summer programme and what we did. But before I go and talk about the summer programme, I'd like to introduce my, my lovely guests here in front of me, who are all smiling, mashallah, eager to come on the show. So, Asalaamu Alaikum, Sarah. Um. Uh, welcome to the show. Are you a little bit nervous? No. No, you're not. Just giggling. Uh. <laughs> Asalaamu Alaikum, Farah. Hello. Fasher, sorry. How are you, Fasher? I'm okay. Yes. Nervous. Nervous, a little bit nervous. Okay, so that's uh, that's to be expected. Just, yeah, that's a little bit to be expected indeed. And Sundas. Salaam alaikum. Wa alaikum How are you, Sundas? I'm good, I'm good. Good, good. Good having you all on the show, mashallah, here today. That uh, you've given up your times. Thank you for coming in and for your parents. 
because they're the ones that brought you and dropped you off and actually originally registered you on last week's teenager scheme. So it's been a week since we did the teenager scheme, or nearly a week. I mean, we finished it um, last week, but so it's, we've not been quite a week yet. How have you been since then? I've been good. I've been thinking about what we've done, looking over the handouts that we got, and yeah. And the relaxation steps and stuff like that. Mm, you've been relaxing. Mm-hmm. Good. This is what we want to hear. So and the mindfulness that we learn. Great. Mashallah. So we were, we were teaching you some mindfulness techniques, which we actually described as, as similar to being God conscious, isn't it? God yeah. consciousness, being aware and alert of everything we're doing, everything we're smelling, everything we're tasting, everything, all our thoughts going into our mind. So being aware of everything. Wonderful. And Sarah, have you been thinking about it? Um quite but I I just <laughs> uh I don't know <laughs> like like um <laughs> I, I did like um think about most things mm-hmm. like what we've done and stuff like the activities and what I've like enjoyed and stuff yeah good and what you enjoyed so we're going to come to that in a bit about the activities and things so it was over three different days we had you in uh, so you gave up a lot of your time and I remember the first day was about the physical activities and physical health and how we link that to emotional health and mental health so we had a planned out session there for the whole day what did you think of that session um, I think it was really beneficial because then we went on to learning about how the mind and how mental health and physical health is connected. And then we went on to do archery and fencing, which mm. was really fun. Mm. Yeah, the girls had some good fun. It was quite hot, I believe, underneath. I didn't get on the mask on me the, that you had to put yeah. on for the fencing. Yeah, but it was fun anyways. It and we learned more stuff. You learned more stuff and you learned what it was like, really, being dressed up and all of these things. So now we, when we watch these things on television and watch women doing these things, I'm sure you have a lot of empathy with those ladies that are dressed up in these clothes. Yeah. Yeah, mashallah, that, that was really good. So we did talk a lot about that, that physical element and the importance of that physical element and how we should be having more physical exercises in our lives getting out, doing things. Uh, the boys went out and did a circuit around the park and I know they were hard at work doing that circuit as well. Have you done anything since, anything physical since since that week? Have you done any walking, anything in the park, any games? Um, I was doing a bit of stretches. Mm. Yeah, I quite enjoyed the fencing mm-hmm. and, um, like the moves they did mm-hmm. so I tried doing a bit at home wonderful wonderful so you kept going and did you show your parents what you were doing the different yeah. moves and the photo on Instagram yeah. <laughs> she liked it more yeah good good yeah. it was really it was fun wasn't it in doing that uh, and uh, and the discipline is the other thing that that probably struck me is the amount of discipline that you have to have doing something like this. It wasn't as if fencing is going out there with with swords doing different things. It was you had to be poised, standing up, take a position, 
wait for instructions. So there was a lot of discipline in the techniques and where you put the sword. You had to be very careful of it. And archery as well. Yeah. And like how you pulled the string. It was quite hard. But yeah, it was nice. It was good. It was good. I think you were one of the better people pulling the strings. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So you got near to bull's eyes, I think, a few times, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, mashallah. Mashallah. It was quite hard, though, but it was good. It was good. It was good fun, mashallah. I'm, I'm glad that, um, that that was useful f- for you and that you enjoyed it as well, mashallah. Mashallah. So what, how did you find that, Sarah? Um, like the activities mm-hmm. um i don't really like fencing that much because you had to like put in loads of like equipment and stuff mm-hmm. but i liked archery because you can like have some like skills into it hmm. so what skills do you think are important there like how you hold the bow and like how you like um put pull back the strings mm. and so like yeah. how you um like um, look at the um, the target of it. Yes, yes. You have to coordinate, don't you? You're pulling back and that strength and where it is positioned on your body, and then look at where it is going to go, so that you can get it focused. So you right. do loads of stuff at once. Yes, you do. Lots of lots of techniques in one time, indeed. Lots of techniques. So it was it was really nice fun doing that. And how do you think exercise in general, whether we're doing that where whether we're doing fencing or archery or badminton or tennis or physical exercises where we might be doing some sort of a, a workout how do you think that affects us in our physical in our physical ways in our physical bodies how do you think that helps us um because with exercise you have to be like really determined you have to be committed to actually doing it <coughs> so then that it helps our brain actually become committed to something such as like exercise and in the long term it is really like amazingly beneficial mm. yeah great so physically wise we know it is beneficial um and i was, I was talking to somebody else today from another organization and she wants to try and encourage parents from all ages whether they're young parents under the age of 30 or more mature parents that may be over 30 even or 40 over 50 to come back and do some more exercises because maybe they've forgotten maybe they were like you in their youth doing lots of activities but then as they start raising their family and get busy at home especially the mums they don't do exercises and the problem with that she was saying is that it can lead to obesity it can lead to physical diseases it can lead to uh, osteoporosis bone diseases and things like this so she was trying to get parents to think about doing more exercises and how we're going to do things and actually we're going to try and organize a little workshop for parents uh, to come to approachable parenting and to talk about that, about how they could come back to do things like that and more exercise. Um, she was saying that there there may be some barriers for parents in doing physical exercise. Do you think for women now and from your experience, not from your parents, but from your experience looking at your aunties and your cousins 
and maybe your grandparents and that generation that uh, women in particular don't do as much exercise as what they did when they when at your age now yeah definitely i think there's a huge difference between us and them and even when they're in their youth they don't really go out much the woman mm. and they don't really do a lot of sports but unlike us we actually have the opportunity and the chance so i think it's only fair if they get it now mm. yeah because basically men were the ones who did the work who are strong and um they uh, like women were just at home looking after children cooking and that so they don't mm. really have an opportunity to do sports or anything mm-hmm and now there is different opportunities at least we're trying to get the messages out there that's what we're trying to do in approachable parenting for for parents of all ages I I know for maybe some of the younger mums it's a bit easier because we have something called buggy fit so you push the buggy and you keep fit at the same time you know so it's mum and baby out in the buggy around the park walking away so baby is getting fresh air and enjoying the the country the parks and the flowers and mum is keeping fit at the same time so that's a, a little bit easier and a lot of mums get involved in that but maybe sometimes when you've when you your children have gone past that and they're starting to go into school and you've got other children you're just so busy with it or sometimes too there's not enough facilities for women do you think that that's part of it you know especially muslim women that wear hijab yeah i think there's not a lot of um just like only women gyms so Mm. it's mostly all mixed and like it would have to require a lot for a muslim woman to go out and to do sports in the gym or in like other areas of sports if mm. it's mixed yeah because they'll feel uncomfortable mm. with like men and women in the same room like maybe they want to do some types of sports that involve them moving a lot and they'll feel uncomfortable mm. mm-hmm. so we should we should put more effort into having gender specific gyms where there's gyms for men and gyms for women so everybody feels more comfortable yeah yeah which I think is a point there. I don't think there is enough out there. And sometimes also they're a bit expensive. Yeah. That, they, you know, they do cost quite a bit to to do that. And one of the things that I liked about the summer scheme and what uh, Brother Saber was trying to do, with, especially with the guys when he took them to the park, and they were on the frames on the children's... <laughs> yeah, you saw that on the play frames, and they were doing their exercise pull-ups just catching onto those frames and doing some pull-ups and doing and then doing some running around the playground and doing some push-ups that so what he was trying to get across was you don't need to go to the gym always that you yeah. could actually do some of these things from home do you think mums would pick up that idea and do some things yeah. from home or do, do you think yeah, we need think. to motivate them a bit and maybe uh talk to them a bit more about the benefits of that yeah because then they'll know that they don't need this expensive um like equipment yeah and like they can just use make anything and use that Mm -hmm. as long as they benefit from it i think it's yeah it's crucial that they're aware of the benefits and how to do it and like she said that you don't need expensive equipment just to exercise you can do it in your own home it's absolutely free Mm. I, I agree with you. I remember one time at home, and we put, we've kind of folded it away now, but we need to take it out again, a table tennis, mm-hmm, ping pong yeah. ball table. We had great fun when it was opened out. You're nodding, Sarah. Do you, do you like playing table yeah. tennis? Yeah. Isn't it good fun? Yeah, all good fun. Have you all played it before? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's really good fun, very energetic. 
because you have to run after that ball so sometimes the ball <laughs> is at the other side of the table and sometimes this side so you have to actually be quite fit to run around that table bit and you could do that at home with your children so some parents could play with their children at home and everybody in the family could have a bit of fun together and you don't need like a whole ping pong table you can have a table mm-hmm. add a net across it and then you can just play how clever well done <laughs> that's a, re- a really good idea that, that's it you, if you have a dining table a kitchen table at home you can actually do this with, with a kitchen table in the kitchen you know, and make sure that all the cups and the glasses are put away somewhere just in case somebody crashes that ball a bit heavy and a glass might break. But put them away and have a game. And you don't need an awful lot of space either if you don't. So there is things that could be done in the home, incorporation somewhere in the home. Have any of you ever done any um, exercise watching YouTube? You know, downloading something from YouTube and following the YouTube um, I've actually done Zumba on YouTube. I used to go out and do it, but um, I stopped. So I just put music or I just put Zumba sessions for beginners. Mm-hmm. And I'd put it on YouTube and I'd be there in the living room just dancing. Really? Yeah. yeah. So so you can do that with two. Again, it's free. And you're, you said in your living room. Yeah. In the comfort of your own home. You can do that. You can do it with your parents. Get your mum involved with it as well. Have some fun together. Yeah. Like my family, we were doing these flexibility, um, like we were seeing flexibility videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, it's free and like anyone can see it mm-hmm. and they're easy to follow and you can rewind to like wow. see what, what that person did. Yeah. Wow. And you can rewatch it again and again. Good. Good. That's really good. That's really great that you can actually do that and and have it from youtube so maybe if we remember any of those sites before the end of the show we can send tell our listeners uh how they can download these things but you can do it on your phone you know it doesn't have to be a computer it can be your phone as well they are really good mashallah and those exercises because you've all had experience and what you did with us as well i know we were talking about the benefits to physical health uh, well, we were also talking about the benefits to mental health, to the emotional health, to, to our well-being. So often we don't talk about that as Muslims, you know. We don't yeah. talk about emotional health. We don't talk about uh, the stresses that go on there. Did you find that there was a connection there between the physical health and the emotional health when you were doing these things, either at home or with us on your activities? Um, yeah, definitely. Because say if someone they're not like happy with the way they look, mm-hmm. and with obviously exercise, maybe it's they don't like their weight or something, and maybe like those like lose a lot of weight with exercise. So then uh, mentally, it'll help them be more confident mm-hmm. and actually happy with the way they look and their appearance. Mm. To be happier when yeah. they, yeah, they for lose both girls and boys. Okay. So first of all, it helps with self-esteem. Yeah. And confidence, and they'll feel better. Like yeah. they wouldn't be like, oh, I don't want to go there because people would judge me. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, that's fine. I'll just go. Yeah. And and also maybe it is harder to feel these things, but. You know the endorphins we were talking about that come out of your brain when you do these exercises? Did you feel after doing these things that you were in a different, that you were more happier? Yeah, yeah. like felt lighter. It felt lighter. Oh, that's more relaxed, lovely. Yeah. More relaxed. Yeah. Really good. That's really good. You know, that's really good advice to give our students that are waiting for their A-level results on Thursday. 
maybe they can start going for a walk or doing some physical activity between this and Thursday yeah. so that they can have those feelings of feeling relaxed, of feeling better. Yeah? Yeah, something to keep them busy and not like worrying about their results. Yeah. Great. That sounds really, really good, mashallah. Yeah, we do need them to keep busy, but also because that affects the brain and those endorphins as well. So that at least they'll feel a bit happier. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Insh- exactly, inshallah. Feeling happier and then ask Allah for help after that. Inshallah. So we did a lot about the first day. Maybe we should move on a little bit because our time is going very quickly on us. And we start talking about day two. And day two, you you remember, was talking all about safety, wasn't it? Yeah, and social media. And social media, yes, how we keep safe on social media and how we keep safe outside social media. So it wasn't about just about stranger danger because that's kind of easier to talk about. But maybe people or situations outside that make us feel unsafe. And then we talked a lot about the social media and things like that that makes it that could make us feel unsafe. And around the house, like um, someone might like a bedroom is quite a safe place. But if someone was in there locking themselves in, maybe with a phone or something, someone was cyberbullying them, Mm -hmm. then they would feel really unsafe in their house, in their room or like on the phone. Mm -hmm. So even though a room looks harmless, like anything could happen in it. That is so true. And that was actually one of the things that came up out of the day. I remember somebody giving some feedback. Oh, that uh, we're going into the last minute of the show already, of the, ha- of the first half already, would you believe? Uh, somebody giving some feedback about how could my house be, be unsafe? And for some people, of course, it is maybe feeling unsafe. And there may be some listeners uh, tuned in wondering why we're talking about that. But it is the Internet and other things that could be happening in the house that makes a young person or an adult feel unsafe there. So we're going to come back and talk about that more after the break, about how we recognise those signs of feeling unsafe and what you've learned from, from that day indeed, if you remember it. You yeah. do? Oh, lots yeah, of smiles do. and nods. You do remember it. Great. Um, listeners, if you're tuned in to us, do stay tuned in because we're going into a commercial break shortly, inshallah. And we want you to tune in after this commercial break where we're going to be talking about the teenage summer scheme we had at Approachable Parenting. Assalamu alaikum.